Well, good Thursday afternoon, everybody. My title today is The Truth About Your Relationship with Jesus. So, have you ever asked yourself, why do I sin? You know, if you think about that question for a while, the answers seem to kind of pile up on one another. The simple answer is we sin because we're sinners. However, that is not really true in that we should not identify who we are as being a sinner. Sin is not the core identity of who we are. And yet many of you walk around feeling like being addicted to porn is who you are instead of what you do. At our very core is the reality, now listen to this carefully, that we are children of God. God is our loving Father. Jesus is our loving Lord and Savior. And the Spirit is our loving Comforter. Our Father chose us before the creation of the universe. Jesus became a man to literally die in our place as God's sacrificial offering to himself, paying the penalty for all of our sins, having taken the list of all our sins and nailed it to the cross. And the Spirit is God's seal upon our lives, helping us to experience the life of God in us so that we're growing into people more like Jesus and the guarantee about our eternal inheritance in heaven. Now listen, all those three truths about the Trinity have been involved in all of our salvation. These biblical truths are straight from the scriptures uh, that we might know this information. They come out of these passages. First one is Ephesians 1, 3 through 5. Tells us we were chosen before creation by God to be holy and blameless in his sight. Colossians 2, 13 through 15 says the list of our sins, all our sins, has been forgiven being nailed to the cross. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14 says that we have been sealed by the Holy Spirit as our guarantee of our inheritance. And lastly, in John 14, Jesus himself told his disciples the Spirit would come as our comforter, and he would be in us, and he is in us forever. So it would do you a whole lot of good to memorize those passages so that you might know the truth about yourself, and instead of living in fear that sexual sin has caused God to reject you and that your relationship or your salvation of God is contingent upon your obedience. It's not. The blessings of God, instead of discipline, is contingent upon obedience, and the future rewards are based upon what we do in this life, and those are at risk. But who you really are is a child of God saved by grace. Your salvation is a gift from God completely. 
Your salvation is a free gift because God has chosen you to be one of his children for all of eternity. Now, James, in his epistle, writes this in chapter 1, quote, Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Notice, end quote, notice that the passage tells us that God himself chose to give us birth. Not just our physical birth, after he knitted us together in our mother's womb, but spiritual birth, or our rebirth. He chose to give us the gift of salvation so that we might be a kind of first fruit of all that he has created. Now, I find that to to be a very interesting thought, us being a kind of first fruit. What does that mean? Well, in the Old Testament, the first fruits were the beginning of the harvest from whatever the farmer was growing. And God asked Israel to offer to him their first fruits, whether it be grain, grapes, or goats. It took faith for the farmers to reap the very first fruits from their intensive labor and then give them away to God instead of eating them for themselves. Were something to happen to their crops or herds, There was no guarantee that everything else would go well. And Lord knows Israel was constantly being invaded. So the first fruit offering was really an act of faith and a showing that one believed that all the harvest was from God and that he would indeed provide for their future. So we're being told that we are a kind of first fruits of all he created. Imagine that. All that has been created in the universe is secondary to you and me. We were the final product of his six days of creation. We alone have been created in the image of God. Everything else in all creation is secondary in God's design for only we were created in the image of God. And we read, quote, And every good and perfect gift is from him, and we are the first fruits of his entire creation. In our shame over our addiction to porn, you know, I think our perspective on things gets all mixed up. The lies we believe are in stark contrast to what is true about our Father and our Lord and our Comforter. So let me ask you a question. Imagine you're approaching Jesus and he's seated on his throne. Do you come in shame and fear over what your sin is going to cause him to do? Are you the proverbial dog who comes cowering with your tail between your legs? 
Or do you not even come at all because you don't know the truth about approaching him on his throne? Well, let me inform you. We are told that the throne on which Jesus sits is not a throne of condemnation, but it is a throne of grace. Jesus sits on a throne of grace. And we are not told to come in fear, quaking in our boots because of our sins. No, they have been completely paid for. And we can come as members of his royal family with boldness. And read it for yourself, quote, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things, just as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help at the time of our need. End quote. Listen, my friends, instead of trying to hide from God, <laughs> which absolutely can never be done, come to him as one of his sons or one of his daughters. Come as a loved and yet broken member of his family who needs his power and his spirit to walk in purity every day. Let's walk in the light as he is in the light and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all our sins and we can have fellowship with each other. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you do have a great day in the Lord and we'll talk again tomorrow. This was Boot Camp Day 18. Take care and goodbye.